There it is. Look at that. Oh, it's been weeks. Two weeks. Our our podcast is so good that we have our own theme. Yeah, of course we do. And by the way, this is Bob Kester on the keyboards. I wrote this. You did write this. I played this. And I, rec- you al- I recorded this. And you also did the outro, which we will talk about in like 20 minutes because we had a right. lot to talk about. We got about a lot today. to talk about. There's been a lot of fishing going down. So psyched. Mm, it was a good time. It's so weird, too, because this time of year, usually I try to stay out of it because it's too damn hot. Oh, the heat. Oh, the heat. Don't let the heat deter you. You no. got to get out there and fish. They're around. Just got to know where they are, which mm, we do. We went. Clearly. We did. We caught fish. I think I broke a bone yesterday in the charter. Hey, don't get personal. <laughs> oh, here comes the big finish. The No GMO Fishing Show. Hey, Pat Kelly. Hey, Bob Kester. What's going on, man? Uh, I'm just just reeling in the fishing years, boy. How are you feeling after yesterday? We got uh, back at like, what, 115-ish? Yeah, we did all right yesterday. But let, let's start off chronologically. That means in a row for you I Yankees was, fans. I was on vacation last week, but you on, was it Monday or Tuesday that we went? I think it was Tuesday more Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. You got out of work, and we you you picked me up in Westfield, and it was in the afternoon too. We it was. I didn't it get to two thirty. Yeah, it wasn't prime fishing time at all. But we did. We took the canoe up to the the Berkshires. We hit Woods Pond for the second time this year, and you got a behemoth. Let's talk about the first time we went when you were telling me about that great little pond up there that has so many fish and all sorts of northern pike. It was what did just, we do then? It was just as good as the quabbin <laughs> the first time fair, we went. Fair enough. All right. So now fair we enough. go back we go back last week and we're and it was thick. There was a lot of uh it's like pea soup, that stuff that floats on the top of the water yeah. so you can't see the water little itself, granules like that, and you're casting, and you were using what? You had a little paddle tail, didn't it you? It was just a paddle tail swim bait there at the end. That I and it was at the end. We didn't really have that much luck through the the peak hot day. Not after we saw the Loch Ness monster of Woods Pond, though. Remember yeah, that? There, yeah, but there wasn't there like four all at the same time. Just these V's on top of the water, like going, but they're going like thirty feet. Yeah, they were definitely big fish, yeah. and they were definitely trying to get away from us. Mm-hmm. And, well, for obvious reasons. And we, and we paddled all over Woods Pond. Even that one spot that got shallow, we had to do a little portage where we were like, scoot, paddle, scoot, paddle, scoot. I wish I had the video for that, like us scooting our asses across the woods. Just two guys in a Yahoo's in a boat going, like six inches at a time with paddle, 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 scoot. Right. My dog looks like that going across the carpet. Oh, that's never cool, especially on a first date. Yeah, right. Don't worry about that. We had a good time there. We, we, we. Put in on, which is right up from the dam from Woods Pond. Yeah. There's a nice portage place, portage, I guess it's a, is it a floating dock that they put in yeah, there? Yeah, someone put a dock there, which is very cool. So we were able to use that. We yeah. got in there, we paddled around, and on that last pass, you were able to throw it into the thick of it, and sure enough, the water boils up a little bit, and oh, 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 and then, then next thing you know, you hooked up. Oh, it was fun. That was a big fish. So much fun. And, you know, you, with that lure and with all topwater stuff, you got to stop for a second because the first re- kind of reaction that you want to make is, is hook the fish, right? Sure. And you'd be like, no, you got to let them hang on to it for a second. And then, yeah. yeah. And but, you and you um, got onto one as well. Yeah, I did. For and a it, second. And then, and then threw then, the hook. But that's good to know about that place because there's so much in it where the, where the, um, where the weeds are like... You know, three feet below the surface, and it looks perfect. And you're like, right. hell yeah! And it wasn't until that we went to the cover 
and it was all under the cover. It was all under the cover. That's where the action was. So that was cool. And then we and then we took out of there and we went to Laurel Lake, which you keep calling Lake Lorraine. And at Lake Lorraine, Bob caught every possible species <laughs> in that lake except for what, catfish and trout? Yeah, I think catfish and trout didn't make the list. But friggin' guy. Yeah, and, and whatever it was that I was using, which was probably just a little stick bait or something stupid. It was. It was like a, a little four inch perch, a little five inch smallmouth bass, and a little six inch largemouth bass and I don't know what was wrong with you. I had it was easy. You showed me up, and those all those fish within within like an hour. Yeah, yeah, and that's all within one or two acres yeah. of Laurel Lake. We didn't really go to the other side of it. We stayed because we're paddling. We're old. We can't do that. Well, at that point, it become a long day too. It was it pushing eight thirty by that point. It too. was, but it was a decent time up in the Berkshires for killing time. We were back before you know it was too late. Yeah, and then we had a few days to rest, and then yesterday was the big trip. Right back on it. Big trip. All the way down, driving down to Waterford. On the Grumpa. The Grumpa, yeah. We were on the Grumpa out of Waterford, yeah. Connecticut. It's we should a, have brought Grappa to s- drink. Sunbeam it. Charters, is that what it is? I do believe it was Sunbeam, yeah. Huh. And we were on the Grumpa, and it was about a 40-minute ride out. Once we got out, we were on the Ocean Rip, which was fun as hell to us because we fished the Connecticut River Rip, which right. is the size of a Volvo. What's a rip? A rip is basically where you've got deep water that comes up to a shallower water with a tide involved, and the dis- the difference between the pressure between the slow-moving water and the high-speed water confuses a lot of the small bait fish, and as they go tumbling into the deeper water, the big fish sit there and eat them. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks. So all we do is just drift in this boat up the rip. Right. So as we what we did was we had these drop-shot weights, that which were... Multiple ounce heavy. About a pound, I think. 16 ounces, I think they were. Were they? Were? Yeah. Well, they were heavy. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. And then you had a long trail leader with a jig head on the end of it. What was it supposed to, I think, look like a squidish, right? Sort of. Sort of. Yeah, and it had, it had a, like a pork rind trailer on the end of it. Yeah. And you would drop it down. I think the first spot was like 110 feet. And when you, you hit the bottom, you stopped. And then you just point your pole at the bottom. And as you drift up the rip, you're doing like steps up a stair. As soon as you feel that weight hit something, really? you, act, you set the hook first. Just in case. Just in case. Because the fish hitting the hook feels a lot like the, the weight hitting the bottom. Right. So you, you set the hook. And if there's no fish, you give it three cranks and then you wait. Do it again. And when it hits, you crank it up. And if it pulls back, it's a fish. And you, were you the first one to hook up or was I was, Al? I was the second one. But I want to say, too, we were in the we had our lines in the water for probably 60 seconds before Al hooked into it. The Al big, was definitely quick the big right off fish. the bat. And then I got the big blue fish. Yep. And then my, my I caught my blue fish, which barfed up another fish once we <laughs> threw it in the bucket. We, <laughs> we should have waited before it barfed up the other fish. Do you remember? So at some point, someone had caught of a sea bass, and that was also in the bucket. And it was a big like two and a half pound sea bass, and the whole time I thought that your fish had barfed that thing. No, up. that sea bass like, was in there the whole time. I was like, "Holy crap! Like that thing's <laughs> mouth isn't big enough to swallow that thing." No, no, my my fish barfed up another smaller fish that went underneath it in the bucket. Oh, that's um. And then we got a, we got some stripers in the boat. Stripers in the boat. What else did we go for? Porgies in porgies, the boat. Porgies. That's how we finished off the day with porgies. Uh. Yeah, well, I think that's a that's a pretty typical trip because I've seen people answer um, on Facebook. Uh, they call it the um, the race lighthouse. Okay, is that lighthouse that little beautiful island that we place. were out of? Just a or race place. rock or whatever. 
So cool, if man. You, if you really love social distancing, a lighthouse is where you need to live. It is so much fun. <laughs> it was. And and how crazy was it with all those boats out there? It was like that scene from Jaws where they're all going out after the shark, dumping chum into the water. We're all like bumping into each other and everybody's jigging and trying to catch fish. And there's no direction. Everybody's just, you're going that way. This one's going this way. And if you time it right, you won't slam into each other. I thought I was going to pass out after I dragged in that bluefish. Well, because here's the thing, too. If it was just me and you fishing, and a fish that big was on, I'd have taken my time with it. Sure. You know, but meanwhile, you're, you've got this fish, and it was, how big were those bluefish? Those 15, bl- 20 pounds? Those yeah, are big bluefish. Three-foot bluefish, yeah. yeah. And so the whole time you have the thing on, the first mate's going, reel it in, reel it in. And you're like, my arm is on fire. I can't it's reel like it a, in anymore. It's like a process where you you can't enjoy the catch. You have to get it in the boat <laughs> no, so you can bag it, it up and get yeah. it back down there and catch another fish and bring it up to the boat put it back down there. Right. Well, that's it's just true. Like, that process like took a little bit of the fun away from me. Like, yeah. After a while, I just felt like, turn around and say, shut the fuck up. And then how weird was it to have those poles when you're used to your equipment? I'm used to a spin caster. I'm used to you know the rod that I use with my spin caster, and you crank with your left hand. And now you're in this ocean boat with the reel is on the right-hand side, and the pole just sort of sticks underneath your armpit, and your left hand has to reach across to open it so you can let the line out. And then you have to flip the pole around and get to the – so I – like I told you earlier, we looked like a bunch of little kids learning how to ride a bike for the first time with something an act that we're very familiar with. We still were shaking and 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 we couldn't get our feet right. We were trying to get wedged so we didn't get pulled over the side of the boat catching these huge fish. I was trying to figure. I was looking around too. I was trying to figure it out because I was at some points, you know, when you have to do the you know pull it up and you have to do the three cranks again. Sure. I was holding onto the pole. And I was going with my left hand over, over my right, and I'm to, like doing it backwards. Because here's the thing: those poles they're so heavy that you can't hold it like a regular pole. You've got a pound of weight on it. The pole itself is heavy. Yeah. And then add a fish on there. Forget about it. You can't hold a pole like you normally do. It was do. different when we went for the porgies. When we switched off from the big heavy weight to a smaller, lighter weight, and it's down in Florida they call it a pompano rig, but they were calling it a por- porgy rig. Where you've got the heavy weight on the bottom, but then two smaller hooks above it. Yeah. And you put a piece of clam on it and you drop it down to the bottom. For that, I could hold it in one hand, wedge the the rod butt underneath my arm, and not have to worry about having my shoulder pulled out of its socket <laughs> by a, a sea monster. Because these porgies, even catching them two by two, which some of you guys were, it wasn't going to kill you. You were like, oh, yeah, yeah, dump them in the bucket, bait it up, put it back down. I got a bruise, literally, in my chest where... The butt of my pole was all day yesterday. It was. It was. I woke up this morning. I'm like, what the? What did I do? We we're definitely testing new muscle groups that I have not tested in a long time. I was exa- I got home. I took a shower. Uh, a shower. Then I took a nap for like three hours, and then I went to bed early last night. I'm just. I am just recovering today from that whole thing. The first thing I did when I got home was freeze all of that fish. I know. Bags and bags of fish. Whole bag of porgies with a striper slice in there, and then another bag with the bluefish in there, and had to cut off some of that extra blood. And then, you know, you have to prep it. What do you do with the bluefish to make it less less uh, seafoody like that? Because it's wicked fishy. When it's got that thick red brownish Ugh. on the back, mm-hmm. that's fat. You got to take that off. Yeah, just and then you got to brine it. You got to get a nice salt water mixture, soak it overnight, a little uh, uh, plastic over the top of the bowl, put it in the fridge. Let that sit overnight, and then you'll draw the blood out of the meat, which is where a lot of that gaminess comes from. Huh. 
It's delicious. Oh, like salty to the like almost seawater salty. Like yeah, that. it's okay. it's definitely a a heavy sea wa- sea salt mix. Saltier the better. And then you rinse it clean. I mean, you you're not once you're done with the process of brining it, you just rinse it under the water in the sink, and it tastes great. I overheard the uh, first mate talking about um, smoking it, so I'm going to do what you said, and then I'm going to put it in my smoker for a few hours. Oh, it's, he it's said like for, candy. He said for a couple of, uh, for at 200 degrees. He's just like keep an eye on it till all the moisture's out of it. Then what are you using go. as a smoker? What do you got? Um, I got. I think it's um, what the hell's it called? It's not master built. It's uh, it's an electric smoker, like yeah. a, like an up a standing up smoker that's got several racks in it. Yeah. Oh, um, you got this right, like right outside your back door. Oh yeah. Oh nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got um, a, got a couple years ago for Father's Day because my family loves me. I'll empty out my fridge and bring it all on over. We're hey, gonna, we're gonna have a smoking. Let me be the experiment, and I, I'd be happy to smoke your stuff for you. I'd rather have you figure it out first, and then I'll bring it over yeah. and let you do it. Yeah, let me screw myself, and then I'll help <laughs> sure. you. I got a joke for you. <laughs> is that what the organ means? That's what the organ means. I mean, this is the other part of the show where we drift away from fishing, <laughs> just laugh. <laughs> so this guy comes home to his wife from work one day. He's got this really disturbed look on his face, and she's like, honey, what's wrong? And he's like, well, remember a couple weeks ago I was really thinking about having sex with a pickle slicer at work? And she's like, oh, my God, yeah, I do. He's like, well, I, I did. <gasps> oh, my God, what happened? And he goes, well, I got fired. She's like, no, 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 what happened with the pickle slicer? No, <laughs> she got fired, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, that, we're better at fishing than we are joking. Ah, go fishing, everybody.